0: you know about dreams, dreams. Tell me what you know about night. There was nothing. Uh, of broken thoughts.
1: I could not repair. And by the time you get where you're going, you're in a pretty bad
0: mood. Bobby was having one of those days. We're in- do right now, more hey
2: now. And welcome to Earbuds and Earrums. I'm Amy. Wait, what is my mood again? Shepard. <laughs> and this is
1: uh, Mitchell Mellow Mood Manly.
2: Oh, I would say that's appropriate.
1: Yeah, I'm a pretty mellow guy. Mellow Mood. Uh, I know there's a Bob Marley song called Mellow Mood. And I figure that's a that, I, it's a nice chill song.
2: It also sounds delicious. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was just thinking about that. Mellow mood sounds really close to a uh, marshmallow. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say it sounds like a marshmallowy treat.
2: I guess is it marshmallow?
1: Marshmallow, yeah. But I think it's kind of one of those things where it's kind of accepted that we call it's it pronounced, marshmallow. Yeah, with okay. an e sound.
2: Yeah, them little peeps look pretty mellow.
1: Yeah, I'm not super into peeps, but.
0: <gasps>
2: Sprinkles. Uh uh-uh.
1: uh. No, I'm
0: good on that. But <laughs> I like normal marshmallows.
2: Yeah. This week is the moods. It's all the moods. It's a song that encompasses a mood. Yeah. Which I realize like all songs do that.
1: It's true. I mean, well, some better than others, obviously, but
2: I i, I guess like some might be like a little more spastic and not necessarily as focused. And I did learn something this week. What did you learn? So there's a German version of "We Can Be Heroes" by David Bowie. Mm-hmm. So he says, "Wir sind die Elden."
1: right which means
2: uh, we are the heroes we are the heroes and there was a band i really liked from um germany called Wir sind Helden gotcha and i was like oh, i bet yeah. i bet Interesting. That, that was like my falling asleep thought <laughs> today but that's i guess that was my mood was falling asleep so what song did you bring today
1: i'm going to start us off with mates of state and their song goods all in your head <laughs> So yeah, Mates of States have a very particular sound, but somehow within their parameters of being a two-piece, just drums and keyboards, they manage to articulate a lot of different moods through their music. Uh, Partially, it's probably that the keyboards can have a million different sounds, so you can kind of change the atmosphere and the mood of a song that way. But also the way that they use their voices can range from, like, serious and emotive to silly and frantic. Uh, for this song, I always get the mood of, like, childlike joy and playfulness kind of tinged with a little bit of that nostalgia from growing up. But just trying to hold on to as much of that childlike glee as you can, I think it's, like, a very interesting mood that this one elicits.
2: Yeah, I think this is the sound of running around with your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... uh y- you didn't have a woods where you grew up, did you?
1: I, I was kind of close to some woods. You yeah. know, we'd run around in, out in the yeah. woods and out in these big fields near my house.
2: With these, like, mysterious trails that other people, like, somehow... Right, exactly, like exactly. That. Yeah, so it's like running around in the fields and the woods with your friends and making these tiny little networks and then, like, tiny governments that we create <laughs> and then right. we, like, topple. That somehow is what this song feels like and it's also somewhat whimsical Yet it's taking on like pretty serious themes of like you know growing up and like developing and all this stuff is in your head and all i'm sorry i did this oops i didn't you know oh there's a lot of stuff i'm not very good at following lyrics obviously (laughs) but there are plenty of harmonies so in no way was i surprised you brought this yeah of course and it's almost like the campground round
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah. They do a lot of that sort of round singing. I remember someone who said that they didn't like Mates Estate said that it always sounded like two different songs were being sung at the same time.
2: I think they just didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I decided to go into my like special website, Networks, and find this song. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh I brought the I brought patternists. I've got it. This is mentioned my contemplation of the dharma bones lately yeah
1: you talked talking about it last week i think
2: yeah and this is that feeling like thinking you haven't it, got it all figured out especially when maybe you were not necessarily in the you know the most reality-based state of mind and then like you know after the alteration goes away uh we realize we didn't quite understand it The song has like that triumphant understanding like it's, it swells and gets all pretty and stuff and you're like oh Wait, I might not actually got it, but I'm going to pretend like I got it. So sure. I thought that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, this one actually might be one of my favorite submissions from you, Amy.
2: What? You didn't like drugs?
1: That last one was pretty rough. I'm going to be honest with you. But yeah, I'm super into this one. It's it like it combines like a really heartfelt emo aesthetic with like the energy and push of a synth pop song. And in a way that kind of seemed it, it does it in a way that seems like very genuine as opposed to being designed primarily for radio play. Uh, I definitely get a similar mood to you uh, from this one. It's very joyous and, like, trying to enjoy the present moment, but at the same time, it's very pessimistic toward the future. Uh, on his social media, he self-describes his music as sad songs that sound happy, <laughs> which I think he definitely nailed with this one. It definitely has the – it's a sad song that sounds upbeat and happy, and it's yeah. just kind of ha- – you have to push yourself along, even though you're not feeling upbeat, you know?
2: Yeah, you're like, I've I got this. Yeah, I'm totally good. I-, I got, good. got-, I got-, I got, I got good. it. I got it. Uh, I got this. It's totally fine. Yeah. I thought it was, you know what? Sometimes I feel like that every day. Yeah, certainly
1: so. Um,
2: Ear Buddies this week, they brought a wide range of emotions. We're going to start with Helen, who brought Sharon Von Etten's Jupiter 4. Touching your face. this woman All the emotion This is ominous And contemplative Or contemplative I don't know
1: I say contemplative
2: Okay This is like the edge Of the precipice That you're about to like Fall off of Or jump Like kind of Fling yourself into Which yeah. is like that feeling Of falling in love Where you're like Ooh Ooh uh. Okay, I love you. I'm going to do this.
0: Like all right. Yeah,
2: yeah, and then you fling yourself off of it. But I also suggest don't fling yourself off of any precipices.
1: Yeah, it's probably a bad plan. Yeah. Uh this song definitely has all the mood and all the emotion. It's very moving and haunting and the way it builds is kind of like walls closing in around you. Starts very simple with like some synth undergrowth and like really minimal drums, just kick drum and hi hat which gives it like a very anticipatory feel because you know it's only going to build into something more complex. And of course, over the course of the song, it adds a really subtle snare drum beat to fill out the groove and then builds with some other percussion and increasingly heavier bass synths. And there's some theremins and other like weirdo noises. And then as the singing gets more intense and impassioned, the harmonies get thicker and just amplify that energy even more. Just like so beautifully arranged and produced, it definitely like puts you under a spell. Yeah. Listen to this one.
2: You're you're on a ride. Yeah, definitely. That's what it is. You're definitely on a ride whenever you're in this song. Maybe you are going to Jupiter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, transportative. (laughs) Transportative.
2: (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Michael F. Brings, Bill Withers. Use me.
0: I, I I said brother. If you only knew you'd wish that you were in my shoes. You just keep on using me.
2: an incredible musician but he seems somewhat forgotten these days perhaps because he largely quit the music industry in the early 80s. This song captures that mood we've all felt when we meet that certain someone who's probably not that good for us but we don't care. Um this is the lean into good feeling of that kind of bad relationship like I've definitely fallen for like the people I shouldn't be falling for and then like it just felt really really good until it was not good at all yeah. and you're like oh i know this is a terrible idea but dang it's enjoyable Um the little riff is just so fun and i wish i could just describe whatever that is it just sounds good yeah
1: i've, I've always loved the song that main riff is definitely one of the catchiest grooves of all time he really dials in that mood of just being so in love that he's just oblivious uh, that funky shuffly beat just makes you want to strut down the street full of confidence and it's also got some well-placed hand claps to really drive home how blindly he happy he is and like how much fun he's having being used and abused. <laughs> and the attitude is like almost arrogant, but it's just so groovy that almost like the subject of the song, you kind of forget about and overlook the negative point of the lyrics. You just want to groove along that badass rhythm section. It yeah. just, like,
2: just <laughs> catches you. It's good. And then your friend is going to set you down and right. explain, hey, the song's not that good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Bill Withers can use me until he uses me up. <laughs> okay, with his jams.
2: All right, uh, Brandon B brings Black Marbles a great design. Oh says this song is a mood to me i think it wraps up bittersweet nostalgia into a neat package but it's just a great song this is the mood i get when i realize how bad the planet is doing because we like burgers and driving far distances sometimes purposefully because it's like we're kind of driving towards doom in a way it's true yeah it's like good feels but also like hey let's sit down Like, talk about...
1: Let's figure some things out and where are we and where are we going?
2: We need to have a discussion and, like, some stuff's not going perfectly fine. So, yeah, that's how I felt.
1: Yeah, this song is really simple and laid back. It kind of establishes a mood early on and doesn't really shift up or down in intensity. Just kind of rides it out through the whole song. And I kind of feel that, like, uh, it's really... that chill and unchanging vibe is kind of what makes it so bittersweet Uh, like on the one hand it sounds really relaxed and content but it also has that feel of having no real control and just like being along for the ride no stopping or getting off it's just this bittersweet mood forever and of course like the heavy effects on the vocals really make it sound dreamy and hazy and nostalgic so I definitely think Brandon's description of like bittersweet nostalgia pretty much nails it for this one
2: Remember whenever we used to look at the clouds and we weren't scared of acid rain? Right, exactly. Yeah. I miss that. Four years yeah. old was a great time. That was the, <laughs> the good old days. days. Yep. <laughs> um, Mary D. brings FKA Twigs, two weeks. I know it hurts. You know.
0: I'd put you first. I can fucking say
2: I generally discourage homewreckers, so this song is hot AF for when the mood to be an ethical one hits. Um, FKA Twigs knows how to make a mood, mm-hmm. like so. Yeah, this is like a, just a super sexy song, just vocally and lyrics really match that theme. Like she's making a sexy mood and accomplishes it, and it just sounds kind of orgasmic. Definitely so. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I missed out on FKA Twigs apparently. Like I'd seen her name a bunch, and I know I heard one or two songs before, but this one definitely stands out. And makes me want to dig a little deeper into her catalog. Uh, she's like really dialing in that hot, steamy, seduction vibe perfectly, and that's honestly a much more difficult task than you might think. Like a lot of songs that are meant to be sexy or seductive kind of end up sounding campy or overwrought. But the music and the vocals here are just so perfectly subtle and subdued that you kind of find yourself drawn into her siren song and just like moving closer and closer to hear her better and then next thing you know you're trapped although in this case i'd be perfectly content to let fka twigs entrance me and and lure me away to wherever she wants yeah
2: the way she like attacks a note and like presents like yeah she keeps hitting
1: that one high note it's just like whoa yes whatever you want fka twigs
2: i will say you should listen to dakota sing it oh yeah (laughs) yeah he doesn't necessarily hit the note but it's pretty good He, he gives it a shot yes he does uh joshua t brings cursives staying alive The mood of deciding to face life despite pain and adversity is perfectly encapsulated in this flawless, beautiful track. An all-time favorite of mine. First of all, this is from The Ugly Organ. It gives uh, Josh like a bajillion points certainly yeah this reminds me of this uh the logic song i brought a while back because you know it's like you can do this um yeah this is the feeling to like go kicking and screaming into the next day and it ruminates for a while before coming to the resolution to keep going just for another night and i guess that's like the i guess the really the theme of it is like every single night just keep going for the next night right yep
1: yeah, discovering cursive was definitely a game changer for me in high school. It's like very highly emotive and tumultuous music without being whiny or contrived. Uh, this song in its entirety is ten minutes of just like building mental anguish and, and wrestling with the self, uh, and after much agonizing, coming coming to that glaring conclusion of what's wrong and what it takes to fix it, and like struggling to find the resolve to follow through in the pursuit of that glaring conclusion but but by the end like you've kind of given in and accepted what needs to happen and you find comfort and resolution in that choir of angelic voices and this entire record is just brilliant and beautiful and amazing tim casher's a genius and this song is you know cursive's put out tons of other great stuff but this record is just the pinnacle of of just weirdo sad mopey indie rock i don't know
2: Uh well, and it's also it's pretty great because I'm pretty sure like I discovered it in high school like the same time everybody did, and like I don't know which Anna had me listen to it, but I totally appreciate it because like one of my all time favorites, definitely. Matt S brought tragedy the point of no return. He says, he's not, he's not, uh, not small worded here. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, he says before hightailing it to the liberal utopia of Portland, Memphis's own tragedy unleashed a monster punk album on the world. It's hard to overstate the impact this band and their debut LP, as well as subsequent releases had on the punk and metal scenes. They really did change everything. This track, which is the opener from said debut is thick with despair. It's spelled out lyrically in the c- closing lines, and they won't have to burn the books when no one reads them anyway. Never fail to make me feel away. I have no idea what the lyrics are, except for that last one. <laughs> I'm just doom is the mood here um i I don't know it's just very like mm, doom I, I did hear this was the last like the one of the last bands to play at c b g p was really? it yeah, I think so. I don't know. I didn't hear it. I read it on a YouTube comment, so. That might not yeah, be right. we'll have to look into that. Yeah. Someone
0: fact check that yeah. for us.
2: But I definitely feel a sense of doom.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's definitely that. Yeah, uh, yeah. If Lum hadn't brought tragedy, I probably would have brought it myself because, like, so many of their songs just sound so apocalyptic. Uh, Lots of hardcore and punk bands can sound pissed off, but no one captures that feeling of just like urgent terror in a way that tragedy can, where it just sounds like the world is ending and cars are on fire and and buildings are crumbling around you and everyone's panicking. You just got to think fast and act and get the hell out. They're just such a powerful band and this song just like makes you feel like the world is ending and you got to do something about it.
2: Do they need a hug?
1: I think, I don't know. They might hurt you if you try to hug them.
2: Are they pointy?
1: Yeah, they're not, they're not pointy, but they're really smelly. They all had dreadlocks, and they're all crusty dudes.
2: Sounds great. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't think you'd want to hug them.
2: No, um, maybe I'll like get like an isolation gown on and hug them.
1: Right, or just give them, give them uh, a bouquet of 40s, I think would probably be.
2: Oh, I could make that happen. Yeah, hmm. that's
1: probably something that, that you yeah. could do to show affection for tragedy. Do
2: so they do cult 45s or PBRs?
1: I'm going to guess they're probably like old english 800 or steel reserve dudes steel
2: reserve. okay all righty um this week i'm pretty sure we got tweeted at but i didn't save them i'm sorry whoops a doodle sorry craig sorry <laughs> you can tweet at us
1: i'm at pow i gotcha
2: and i'm at madam Woolite. and the show is at end pod the facebook group is earbuds and earworms podcast group and that's where the show gets made that's where the sausage factory is Gross. <laughs> <laughs> the voicemail that's where, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's where the
1: sausage party is. Wait, sausage factory. Wait.
2: Yes. Sorry, I made it weird. <laughs> the voicemail line is 731 400 B U D S or 731 400
1: 2837.
2: The show emails endpod at gmail.com. Send stuff to us, and you can always find us endpod.com, part of the 10710 network. Now, what did you bring this week?
1: I'm going to leave us with Bill Wertz and his song At the Airport Terminal. Uh, I'm always looking for a way to shoehorn Bill Wertz onto the show and I think this song works pretty well for the theme this week. On its face, it's a song about being at the airport and like really contemplating how cool it is that we can just fly all over the world and like how many different kinds of people are there and how different their lives are from one another and they're all there for different reasons with different destinations and you know, airplanes take us to these new and exciting adventures but they also bring us back home, you know, back to home base and returning to comfort and familiarity. And then on this deeper level, it just really tugs at that feeling of curiosity and wonder that we tend to lose in the hustle and bustle of the real world and sort of urges us to stop and really consider what a wild and wonderful world we live in and, and such strange and intriguing era for, for technology and like social interactions. So hopefully we can spark some of that wonder and curiosity in you with Bill Wirtz at the Airport Terminal. Dig it. At the Airport
0: Terminal, the planes are landing. some No. no. It gets the depressives.